Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. Now, to talk about employing the unknown tongue in prayer, and that is what most of the time we do as charismatics. As charismatics, most of the time what we do is we, we pray in other tongues and um, it's called charismatics and Pentecostals call it the prayer language but, and Paul described it and said when you pray with an unknown or in an unknown tongue what you are doing is you are praying with your spirit you are praying with your spirit so you can pray from your soul realm you can pray from your mind and from your mouth but when you begin to speak in other tongues you are actually praying with your spirit to lay a foundation for you to understand what it means to pray in tongues and and the fact that if you are a believer and you don't pray in other tongues you are really um you are shortchanging yourself is that almost every religion in this world they speak some kind of language they chant people people do chanting they there is some other kind of language you may be speaking which is not the normal thing um, if somebody says I'm a pastor or I'm a believer there is a language you will speak which is not the normal one the Christians will be speaking so on the day of Pentecost the Holy Ghost came upon them and they spoke with other tongues and it was a new tongue you, you go to ancestral worshippers where we come from and there is a language they speak when they want to charm somebody or they want to kill somebody there is a language they speak so you also god has given you this language of speaking in tongues as a protective weapon and also as an offensive weapon but it is also a language god uses as a private language between you and him that when you come to him in prayer you can pray at his level now Paul in speaking to the Corinthians in in 1st Corinthians chapter 14 he said in the verse number 13 wherefore let him that speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret so that is speaking in other tongues and interpreting tongues it's simple so wherefore let him that speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret verse number 14 says for if i pray in an unknown tongue my spirit prayeth but my understanding is unfruitful we will come back to this verse 14 that if i pray with an unknown tongue it is my spirit that is praying but my understanding is unfruitful verse number 15 what is it then i will pray with the spirit and i'll pray with the understanding also i will sing with the spirit and i will sing with the understanding also else when thou shalt bless with the spirit how shall he that occupieth the room of the unlearned say amen at thy giving thanks seeing he understandeth not what thou sayest we will come back to this verse in the course of the month for thou verily giveth thanks well but the other is not edified that means sometimes we employ tongues just to give thanks unto god when you are thanking God in tongues, shall we thank God? Namo sabayandala la bazandala limi kabaya doni malisi biya 
The reason why you should add tongues whenever you are thanking God is there are things God did for you you didn't even know. There are things God did for you you didn't know. I like, I like preaching. You see, I preach with almost everything that happens around me. And I've seen people who are sitting down sometimes, they are very bitter. I have been in this church for 10 years. Nothing has happened to me. My life is the same. There's no progress. Look at me. I've given my life to Christ. And look at me. I'm still where I am. You are not where you are. You should have been in the grave by now. And number two, if you even went to the grave, you would have gone to hell. But the very fact that you are born again and even if you left this world you will be in heaven is worth thanking God for the Bible said bless the Lord oh my soul and forget not all his benefits and all his benefits includes even the benefits you don't know about there are many things and, and, and you know people there are things God is doing for you right now whilst we are sitting here God is doing things for you you have no idea what is happening so he said for thou verily give thanks well but the other is not edified you are thanking god well but the other is not edified we are so interested in the negative things the other is not edified but the most important thing about this scripture is that when you speak in tongues you give thanks well because the tongues will enable you to cover every ground known and unknown things that god has done and then the apostle continued in the verse number 18 and says i thank my god i speak with tongues more than ye all and we have a competition and this competition is accepted this competition is allowed you are allowed to compete in speaking in tongues when i pray with an unknown tongue my spirit prayed when i pray with an unknown tongue my spirit prayed when i pray with an unknown tongue my spirit prayed when i pray with an unknown tongue my spirit prayed that means when you are not speaking in an unknown tongue your spirit is not praying and if your spirit is not praying it's likely your spirit is dead if your spirit is not dead then your spirit is dormant you see these people you meet and they tell you i'm discouraged i feel things are not going well for me i feel things are negative it's because you didn't speak in tongues and as long as you are not speaking in other tongues your spirit is either asleep is dormant dead if you want your spirit to come back to life the spirit must speak the Bible said death and life are in the power of the tongue and whosoever loveth it shall eat the fruit thereof. So the more you speak in other tongues, the more you, you know that your spirit is alive. So he said, if I pray with an unknown tongue or if I pray in the agnostos type of tongues or glosser, my spirit is praying We are the ones who say, as believers, we are spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. Now, that means, if you are not praying in tongues, your spirit man is not participating in your Christianity. You are just praying with your mind. You are, you are, you are just praying with understanding. The whole of today, I have been prayed with the understanding at all. No, I haven't. The whole of today, I just banned myself from speaking any English in prayer. 
So anyway, I was walking about, it was killing my heart to send in the Messiah. The clan don't leave, see me hand on the make it in the border, they began. And any, any idea that came to my mind about a problem to solve, I just prayed in tongues. Did the devil see? And I can tell you, today alone, I've dealt with about five different cases. And all the cases solved by themselves. And I didn't even pray about them. I, I didn't mention them in prayer. But they solved by themselves. And I want to pray in the name of Jesus. That somebody will learn the power of speaking in other tongues. Listen, whatever problem you have in front of you. Just pray in other tongues. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't pray with understanding at all. So Paul said... I will pray with understanding that is if I'm conversing with God. But at the certain point, when my understanding cannot deal with the prayer, I must deal with the prayer in other tongues. So he said, when I pray with an unknown tongue, my spirit is praying. My spirit is praying. My spirit is praying. Now, the, the thing about the, the spirit of a man is that between the spirit of the man and the mind of a human being there is a link but you can shut one from the other our own is better than the unbelievers if somebody is a is a spiritist or an occult person and the person is a charmer or a witch and they want to speak in tongues normally they will be like mad people completely because when the demon possesses them, they will look like they are deranged, they are mad. But in our case, as believers, you don't have to look crazy or mad in order to speak tongues. You'll be standing there, you look normal, but you can switch from your soul and from your mind and you can engage your spirit in speaking in other tongues. But the part of it I like is that when you are praying in a, with an unknown tongue, your mind is unfruitful. <laughs> Can I make life easy for you? Somebody say, Pastor, make life easy for me. Come on, say it, make life easy for me. Sometimes I, I meet some people and they are like, Oh, daddy, these days I'm not prayerful. When I'm praying, my mind will be all over the place. If you are praying in tongues and your mind is unfruitful, it can be all over the place. You don't care. That is why I can be praying in tongues and sweeping. My mind is unsweeping, but I'm praying in tongues. It's unfruitful. I can be watching football and praying in tongues. My mind is unfruitful. It can follow. It's a goal. But where my spirit is going with the prayer, I don't need my mind. That is how... I can be eating food, enjoying my kinky, and I'm still praying in other tongues because my mind is on the kinky, but my spirit is engaged in prayer. The advantage is this, that you can do multitasking. You can do many things at the same time. You can be shooting this camera, and you are doing it intellectually, but in the spirit, your spirit is praying. Oh, that is how you can be studying mathematics. And your mind is on the mathematics but you are still praying in other tongues that is how you can be driving and you are still praying in other tongues that is how you can be singing and you are still praying in other tongues he said if i pray with an unknown tongue my mind is unfruitful and that word unfruitful means my mind is barren 
My mind is unproductive. My mind is barren. In other words, I don't need my mind when I'm speaking in tongues. I don't need my mind. So you can pray in tongues and pray in tongues and pray in tongues and fall asleep. And whilst you are asleep, your subconscious is still praying in the other tongues. Sometimes some of you can wake up and when you wake up, the first thing that is coming to you is prayer. Why? Whilst you are asleep, your spirit man was still engaged in prayer. So he said, if I pray with an unknown tongue, my spirit prayed. Now people, watch this. When the mind... Okay, let me explain. The mind gets tired quicker than your spirit. Your spirit, as a matter of fact, scarcely gets tired. By the time your spirit is getting tired, you are moving into serious levels of discouragement, serious, serious levels of depression. But most of the time, the spirit has got more stamina than the mind, than the, than the, than the intellect, than the emotions. Your spirit has got more capacity than your intellect, your emotions, and your will. So you pray at a certain point and your intellect, your will, and your emotions cannot continue. So you are just there, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for this and this. And by the time you realize all your words are finished. So you see, the mind, the, the, the mind comprising the will, the emotions, and the intellect, they don't have the capacity your spirit has. Now come to think about it. Psychologists will tell you that even our brain, most human beings have no use a certain percentage of the brain. What percentage is it? Less than 10%. That is even the most intellectually exercised people. Less than 10% of the capacity of the brain has been used. So when it comes to the spirit, ask for the percentage of the spirit that has been used. I can tell you for many of you it is point zero 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 something because for many of you when it comes to your spirit you are doing galamse surface mining surface mining life in the spirit is like being in a room where you have the bedroom you have the living room you have the kitchen you have the restrooms you have the guest room you have this and that and you can enter you can open this door enter that one you can open this enter that door you can open this enter no as i speak right now in the realm of the spirit we have the spaces and you can enter the spaces and you know where to enter what and sometimes some of the doors you enter some of the doors by walking but if you are a very spiritual person there are some of the doors you enter by running that is why when somebody's preaching, normally I'm watching the person. Even your movement, your eyes, it depends on what you are seeing at a particular point. It depends on what your spirit is engaging at a certain point. I'm praying in the name of Jesus that we will be the most spiritual, more than we have ever been before, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now watch this. Watch this. In the world, they clap when there is a good performance in the spirit we clap because a victory has been won and it is a celebration of triumph so when you are clapping 
you are not clapping for a preacher you are not clapping to encourage a preacher come on scream it as you clap sir sir when I pray with an unknown tongue my spirit prayeth but, but you know you need some discipline here because you can finish the whole day and it's like oh I didn't pray I didn't pray that thing you know take it to the Lord in prayer that means you must write the prayer topics down so you write them down and you keep repeating them and you keep going over and uh, listen how many minutes does it take to ask God to give you a wife or a husband how many minutes does it take for you to tell God to be with you during a preaching sermon huh? Lord I'm going to preach help me to preach and Lord give me the door of utterance to preach I finish must I pray that for for one hour Lord give me utterance Lord give me utterance Lord give me utterance Lord give God said, Mate, Mate, give me utterance, Mate, give me utterance, Mate. When, when you pray in other tongues, the good thing is that sometimes when you are praying in other tongues, you go, Tabosia, 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 Tabosia. Lord, that one too is not repetition. It is repetition, but it has a purpose. And I will soon go into that purpose. When you speak in other tongues and you even repeat a certain line, you are repeating something you don't understand. And most of the time, what is happening is, at that point, you are not just praying, you are actually speaking in tongues, and you are saying something you don't understand. And whilst you are speaking it, you are building up your spirit. So Jude said, when you are speaking with other tongues, it is not only prayer, you are praying, but the aim of the prayer is that you are building up your spirit. So you are praying, no man understands you, your mind is unfruitful, but you are speaking unto God. God at the same time you are building up your spirit I notice these people that when I have a problem when I'm praying about the problem sometimes the more I talk about the problem I get discouraged because you are praying about the problem you don't know where the answer is going to come from the whole thing is looking big in front of you you don't know who to talk to and so on and so forth and it's generating a lot of discouragement in you but when I start going in tongues and I don't know about you but normally when I start I go I go I feel tired, but no still behind I feel like I should stop because you see you can feel some kind of pain inside you, but no and you feel like sleep a little bit more. Then you yawn a little bit and come back. And it's like, oh, just stop 
this whole thing and Badoski, but as you continue, Ninema, Naguan, Zibianta, Rustimiha, Likamba, then you see energy, and energy is coming. And people normally ask me, when you preach, how do you get the energy to preach? You notice that many times when I'm preaching, there is a time I start speaking in Inosti Sanda, Inosti Sanda, Inosti Sanda, Inosti Sanda, man of God. Anytime you are preaching and you are feeling tired, don't drink water. Speak in other tongues. Speak in tongues. When you are singing and you realize you are getting confused, don't look at the organism. Look to the Spirit of God and release some tongues. Listen, almost every prayer you, almost every prayer you take to a pastor to help you to pray. If you are spoken in tongues, you need the pastor. Clap your hands. Listen. Pastors are tired because of lazy Christians. Tired because of lazy Christians. They don't pray. They don't pray. They just gather problems. And, and a lot of us spiritually are very weak. Because the spirit is not strong. You get up and you are going to the bathroom in the night. Don't just go and return. Some of you go, you get up in the night to go and use the bathroom and you don't even pray and come back and sleep. And when they are going to the bathroom, you see that. If he's your husband, just take a stick. Don't hit his back. Hit the other. Pow, pow. Bema kotobongu. When you are going to the washroom in the night, digeboshi yakaba, rikobo shantamalis kibiha. Whatever you go and do there, when you finish, you are going back. Banosti kibiha. Listen, the devil will have little space around such a person. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. We saturate the atmosphere online everywhere with the speaking in other tongues in the name of Jesus. And mind you, clapping your hands is an uncertain sound. Clapping your hands is an unknown sound. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And somebody scream with confused noise and praise the name of Jesus. If I pray with an unknown tongue, my spirit is praying. And praying with your spirit is superior to praying with your mind. It is superior to praying with your understanding. Praying with your spirit will give you results. Praying with your mind will not give you. He said, my mind is unfruitful. He said, how be it in the spirit? 
I'm speaking mysteries. My mind is unfruitful. How be it in the spirit? I'm speaking mysteries. No man understands me. How be it in the spirit? I'm speaking the wonderful works of God. I'm speaking great things. I'm speaking. But apart from talking to God, I'm building up my spirit. Jude said, But you, my beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Now, so praying in the Holy Ghost is exercise. 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 You are exercising your spirit. And you engage your spirit speaking in tongues all the time. You cannot sin. You cannot be lazy. You will understand your Bible better. Whenever I open the Bible and I'm reading and I don't understand something and I want even a commentary or concordance to help me and I go one, two, three and I'm not getting the assistance I burst into tongues. Kanamano stili haba. You know what? I'm now going to the teacher himself. The one who God said, I will give you a comforter and he will guide you into all truth. I'm now going to the Holy Ghost to explain the text to me. But you are receiving information. God is building you up on his word. You are receiving the power of the Holy Ghost on your inside. You are becoming a stronger believer. Now when he says, but building up yourself on your most holy feet, praying in the Holy Ghost. Now watch this one. He didn't say praying with the Holy Ghost. He said praying in the Holy Ghost. How do I pray in the Holy Ghost? Number two, number one, you pray with the utterance of the Holy Ghost. They were filled with the Holy Ghost and the Bible said they spoke in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave them utterance. So, when you are speaking in tongues in prayer, you are using the words God himself gave you. Now, if I'm praying right now and I'm using the English language, I'm using words that my English teacher gave me. And then when I speak in Frafra or Hawuza, I'm using language my friends gave me or my parents gave me. And when I speak in Chi, in prayer, it's likely... My wife influenced me with a kwawu spirit or kwawu grace to speak the key. But when I go banano see ali hekaba, zaliwan toli mi kaban zoli lebo say this language was not given to me by man. This language was given to me by the Holy Ghost. And when I pray in the Holy Ghost, when I speak in other tongues, I am praying in the Holy Ghost with the utterance that the Holy Spirit gave unto me. So you are speaking a language that God himself gave you. Number two, when I'm praying in the Holy Ghost, I'm praying in the power and the virtue of the Holy Ghost. So at first it was the utterance. Number two, praying in the Holy Ghost has to do with praying with the the power and the virtue of the Holy Ghost. I notice people I'm stronger when I'm praying in tongues than when I'm praying in English. So praying in the Holy Ghost 
means praying with the utterance of the Holy Ghost. Number two, praying with the power of the Holy Ghost. And I notice that any time I'm praying in the Holy Ghost, I feel stronger. I feel energized. When I start speaking in tongues, before I realize I want to run. Oh, your real tongues is and those days, no boy, no good, no pep, no Uber, nothing. When we go to the lecture hall and we are going back to the dormitories, we used to call the place Mecca. We go to Mecca and we are going back to the Oh, now your bottom see Pakatusi Kabaka, Yakapatusi Kebeka, Rikushibi Santabaha, Rakapati in the night. Oh, Manuskimia. Some of you come to church, you don't have a car. You, you don't have a car and you are so worried about it. In our day, we use that as the opportunity to build ourselves on our most holy faith. That you get up from church, you close for at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, and you are going home. And it is Badoski, Kamasuntamai. And those days, oh, we didn't gossip because there was nobody to gossip about. All our church members were on gossip about. That means there was nothing about them for you to gossip about them. They didn't have a car. They didn't have a house. They didn't look nice. There was nobody to gossip about. So when we close service, Ayakaboshe. Oh, do you think it is possible to carry this amount of weight in my spirit and be tired? No, no, no. I'm not moving. Something is moving me. Holy men of God wrote as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So, the utterance of the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost means praying with the utterance of the Holy Ghost. Number two, it means praying with the power and the virtue of the Holy Ghost. Number three, it means praying in the atmosphere of the Holy Ghost. Atmosphere of the Holy Ghost. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.